And a very good afternoon to everyone as well. Fast am I, as we say, here on the Isle of Man. Welcome to the Balloon, the Colas Balloon course here in the south of the Isle of Man for a busy, busy Saturday. The afternoon is going to be another practice session. We had practice last night and then we have a little further practice this evening. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. And then we have three races. There'll be a break in between, but it's Alan Oversby, Dominic Herbertson, Rod Bellis and Glenn Dawson, Ewan Hamilton, Chris Moore, Jamie Coward and Paul Williams, the riders who are currently on provisional pole position after last night's busy practice session. Well, let me give you that important news. We did have a red flag towards the end of the session yesterday evening, and it was before uh, the 500cc class had even got to complete their sighting lap. So they've got no laps registered at all, and they are involved in one of the three races this evening. So there will at 5 o'clock be a technical inspection for the 500cc uh, race 8. 5.55, the 500ccs will leave the holding area and proceed to a dummy grid. If you're not used to how the Southern 100 Club operates, uh, it is like a military operation, emphasised here. Three minutes past six o'clock, the 500cc race will commence with their practice session, and that will go on until 6.15. The races for this evening will proceed as per schedule with a small delay in the timings. Race one, that's the 250 and 350 singles, will start at approximately 6.25pm. Technical inspection timings, though, have not changed for race one, two and three and are as per the schedules. That's important news that for the riders and their crews, technical inspection timings have not changed for race one, two and three and are as per the schedule. Now, the recovery van will not be out this evening. So if you retire on the course in the practice session and are racing in race two on the 500, you will not be able to race. Speaking of that first race, which is the singles race for 250 and 350 classes, as uh, two races within the one, uh, Keith Shannon retired early in practice yesterday evening. Now, he was looking to win the 250cc race for a fifth time in a row, but I'm afraid, unluckily, that won't now be happening. His beautiful cotton Telstar bike has a cracked cylinder head and he will not be racing, which is a, a great shame for Keith Shannon, who we spoke to uh, in the paddock just before coming on. And that's uh, unfortunately the sad news that we're not going to have that potential story of five wins in a row. And his bike uh, is number five as well in anticipation of doing that historic feat. But uh, unfortunately, it's not to be. Two course inspection cars are on the start line here uh, on the Castletown Bypass with the uh, orange gold flashing lights on the top. And they'll crease cars and they will do uh, a lap of inspection, check that everything's in order and we are then in a position to get underway with the practice session. So that's the news currently from the start line. We'll go through the uh, times uh, from last night as and when we go to those classes uh, throughout the afternoon. We've plenty of time to bring you that. But the conditions are set fair. A little bit of cloud, but it's warm. 
but it does go quite cool with that uh, northwest wind if the sun goes behind the clouds. So it's going to be a day of layers, I think, if you're watching here at the Coles Balloon Circuit, uh, because uh, you know, one minute you're going to be in a T-shirt and next you're going to need a fleece on. It's that sort of day that we get here on the Isle of Man. Well, let's head out to Cross Four Ways and uh, making uh, his debut out there last night in the practice session and on air for three and a half hours. We throw people and apprentices in very uh, much at the deep end, but my word, he was learnt to swim very quickly indeed. Uh, excellent coverage. Congratulations, Rob Pritchard. Your thoughts uh, ahead of what is going to be a busy Saturday. Isn't it great to have racing back on the Isle of Man? Rob Pritchard. Yeah, very good afternoon to you, Tim. And uh, yes, absolutely. We've been saying it all of uh, yesterday. Waxing lyrical, I think it's fair to say, just to see these bikes coming round the uh, Balaun course for the first time in the best part of uh, three years. Things building up over here rather nicely. We've got plenty of uh, spectators out. The uh, marshals just making their final preparations in and around the uh, corners here. Plenty over there, on the, basking in the uh, sunshine, as it were. I think one of the little uh, volubles I had to get used to yesterday was indeed the uh, the dropping temperatures that we saw uh, during the uh, practice session, particularly uh, later on once those sidecars got that uh, brief interlude out on the course as well. So I get the feeling that the uh, big purple fleecy coat that I've gone on at the moment could be on and off pretty regularly with the sun dropping in and out of the clouds here. But as it stands right now, absolutely glorious over here at Cross Four Ways nice and still nice little bit of heat in the air from the sun but not too much here just got a few of the uh, fans across the road from us just getting their uh, final refreshments before things get underway and uh, yes you mentioned as well that uh, we had some uh, we had some cracking sessions uh, yesterday as well and uh, it's a shame to see that uh, uh, Keith Shannon won't be taking part in this uh, latest session yes it won't be uh, it won't be five for uh, number five as it is but looking at uh, some of the performances from yesterday um, no doubt I don't think many people have been surprised seen the likes of uh, uh, Jamie Coward, Ewan Hamilton, Mike Hoes and Alan Oversby up there in their respective classes there. But elsewhere, further in the field, there were a few that uh, caught the eye as well. The likes of uh, Andy Saylor, number 118. Some uh, excellent uh, approaches up here through uh, cross four ways. And down in that, uh, in that 125 class, the newly introduced one as well, uh, Mark Herbertson putting in some uh, good times, along with uh, one of the newcomers as well, Russell Robry, two to possibly keep an eye on in that particular area. And of course, in the side cars they only had that uh, that brief outing last night uh, due to the fading light around the course but uh, Rob Bellis and Glenn Dawson certainly setting down uh, an early marker given the brief time that they uh, had out on the course but that uh, could change today can anyone catch them up at the top in the sidecar class I guess uh, only time will tell this afternoon but everything looking absolutely superb right now over here Tim uh, back to you for now Thanks very much, uh, Rob Pritchard, out there at Cross Four Ways. And uh, the other vital cog in the commentary team is, of course, uh, Chris Kinley, who is down at uh, the HQ, the club headquarters. And uh, he's got the uh, the holding area and uh, plenty of walking and steps to get in, I'm sure, uh, during the course of today. But, uh, Chris, conditions are absolutely perfect, it would seem. Factor 50 is on the head, it really is. The first thing I did this morning when I got up was that right, where is the little tube that we have a Factor 50 for the head? Because it is one of those days where, even though like you said and Rob said, it is a bit cool, that breeze is just taking the chill off it, but there's still a fair bit of strength in that sun. We are nearly ready to go with the gate opening here very shortly for the first practice 
of the Saturday afternoon. If you were down here last night, we hope you enjoyed it. If you just arrived on the island, like a lot of people have been over the past 24 hours, welcome back to our island. Welcome back to the Coal Aspalound circuit here at the Blackford Financial Services Pre-TD Classic Racers. Singles heading out in a minute or so for their practice session. And there's also, you know what they're like here, what time are we on now? 12.40, so yeah, any moment now the machines will be making their way out. Number 102, Nick Penny on his Jeff Monty special is just about to head out. Uh, he's from Ulverston on that machine with the green plates. The 250s on the green plates or anything below 250s on the green plates and the 350s are on the blue plates. Looking at the lap records for this, do you know, the 250 lap record goes back to Bob Jackson, 1997. 83.42 miles per hour. The 350 lap record goes back to 2009 for Roy Richardson. And Roy, if you're listening, or even even here, I've not even seen you here, but if you are listening over there in Blackpool, and Bob as well, hello to you guys. Uh, Roy's lap record, the 350, 88.44. That's from 2009, as we said. So we're not going to be too far away. We're going to put a load of pictures on the Manx Radio Motorsport page. Keep a little eye on that as well. Uh, throughout the afternoon, get as much in as we can in these absolutely perfect conditions. Wind direction last night, well, pretty similar today, to be fair. Looking at the flags, yeah, in fact, I'd say it's actually swung over as you look down race direction towards Balakagan. It's kind of more going from, from leftish sort of to right, but it is spinning around a little bit, but nowhere near as strong as what it has been over the past few days, but it's going to get a bit gustier as today goes on. So all the practices are ready. Just see uh, Bill Swallow coming up. Uh, Bill on his uh, 350 AJS and it's thinking back to Bill when he used to wear the open face helmet he used to race around here yeah really really good and John Goodall used to have the, the open face helmet too when he rode at the Manx Grand Prix etc yeah good to see that open face helmet obviously not allowed in these uh, modern times so a mixture of machines here all the classic ones are, or the post classic ones are ready there the, the more modernist sort of classic machines if you want to put it like that and a good performance by Paul Williams Pochi last night getting to the top of the pile was it 98.02 or something like that uh, that he did uh, on his 750 uh, Kawasaki I think it was Mark Colvin was second in that so yeah so good performances by uh, those two guys and we'll obviously have them back out on track a bit later on so just waiting for the gate to open the, the gate man with his little radio was poised ready for action as you can hear all the machines in the background and you know I've seen a lot of people around here today and good to hear all the different accents again here on our island from the spectators from the different parts of the world and you know a lot of people have been waiting for this for since 2019 when we closed down after the uh, the festival of motorcycling as it was then of course a lot of them have been racing back home in their own countries especially over there in Ireland and England classic guys and especially the foreigners have had their own series in their various nations France, Netherlands represented by a lot of countries here at the Blackford Financial Services pre-TT races and of course we've had our own races up here at Jerby on the airfield with a couple of the classic boys making the effort to get up there 82 we can just see there that's Rod, Rod Graham on his 250 Ducati Daytona for Nottingham and I did mention last night about Lawrence Cummins on the 750 Honda he's on in the post classics and he's got Dram Bui on the side and yes Gary Dickin Gary J Dickin who of course is uh, a helper of Conrad Harrison at the TT on the sidecars he's got a, a lovely little pub a bit of advertising up there in a place called Pomeroy which is just outside Buxton uh, just outside a little village called Chelmorton 
in uh, in, che in Cheshire there, just near, not near enough to Derbyshire, but Cheshire. And uh, yeah, he's um, messaged me and says yes, and Drambuie is still made. You can still get it. And I must actually say, I've never actually had a Drambuie in my life. I know it exists. We all know it exists. But how many people can you count on? The Have you ever had Drambuie, Tim? You're quite posh. Have you ever had Drambuie? I haven't, Chris. I'm just uh, going to tell you though that the course cars, uh, the inspection yeah. cars, are just pulling in here at uh, the start finish line. So uh, the clerk of the course uh, being uh, dropped off after having the, the tour of the course to make sure we're all in racing condition. They'll now come down uh, towards you, Chris. So that gate will be opening very shortly. Yeah, number 99 just going through there as well. Arthur Browning on his AGS Sealy, number 40. That'll be obviously Barry Davison on his 250 Honda. And they're all starting to move the way forward now. 27. Lovely that Alan Smallbones regular here at Milan for many years. And there will be a couple of other bikes, uh, I'm sure, from other classes who want to get out and get uh, just an extra lap in the mud. I've had a few problems. I've, I've been around the race office most of the morning and a lot of the guys have been coming in and asking, can we go out in this session? Number 45 is next. Eddie Scaife on the Air Mackie. out of the way a little bit as we walk up the link road that they have with all the, the yellow barriers, the crowd protection barriers or the pedestrian barriers as they call it all bright yellow so you're not going to miss them and then all the cones in the middle and the machine just behind us now 39 and 76 Royston Phipps is 76 and 39 and 92 39 is Ed Poole 62 just with a problem getting it fired up and there she goes at uh, Jack Hunter on the 250 Ducati We've got a couple more coming through. Yeah, Alan Oversby, a winner here in 2019 on the 7R, the Ripley Land Machine, the one on. Yeah, really, really nice. Alan, stylish, stylish rider. And, of course, a multiple winner around here in, in nearly all the classes. I'm surprised he hasn't had a little go at the at the sidecars yet. Yeah, can you imagine that, him driving my co's on the side? That's an interesting concept, isn't it? So they're all down the winners enclosure, the, the, the holding area there, Tim. I'll make my way down there, hand back to you. You can have a little look at the times and hopefully by then we'll be there. Thank you very much, Chris Kinley. Uh, I can tell you that uh, quickest was Alan Oversby on the uh, Ripley Land machine uh, at lap time of 3 minutes 0.227 seconds and a speed of 84.893 miles per hour. He's in the 350s, so Mike Hose was second overall and second in the 350s, bike number four, 84.418 miles per hour. Third quickest was number 86, Bill Swallow on the uh, AJS Sealy at 78.171 miles per hour. And then if we go uh, to the 250s, remember this will be two races in one. Uh, sixth overall, but first of the 250s is Barry Davidson. And Barry Davidson, let's just give you his uh, time. Uh, Barry Davidson was uh, 74 0.985 miles per hour. Then the next 250 was 11th overall, and that's uh, number 72, Ian Bainbridge. He's on the Cotton Telstar, 71.939 miles per hour. And then third in the 250s was 12th overall of the bikes. Number 67, Jeff Bates on that lovely Honda and he lapped on lap three his best lap at 70.886 miles per hour. Fourth overall on a 350 uh, was number 47, David Tetley. 
at 76.805. Fifth was number 45, Adrian Scaife on the Air Mackie at 75.453 miles per hour. Then it was Barry Davidson, the leading 250 in sixth. Seventh was uh, Rod Graham on the Ducati at 73.916 miles per hour. Eighth was number 39, Ed Poole on the Banks Norton at 73.634 miles per hour. Ninth was number 121, John Cliff on another Manx Norton at 73.518 miles per hour. So that... Those are the times we had uh, 23 that got at least two or three laps under their belts. Uh, 23rd was number 102, Nick Penny, on that Jeff Monty special at 62.457 miles per hour. But Richard Bearstone, number 91, uh, he retired on that 500 pattern, uh, so didn't complete laps. So an important uh, afternoon for him in the practice. Well, the bikes have left the dummy grid. The uh, gate is open. They're on the circuit, and they'll shortly be coming into the uh, site there. Uh, out at Cross Four Ways once they've uh, gone, of course, through Bal- the Balakagan Strait and Balabeg uh, Hairpin, and then across uh, w- Balawetstone, the stables there, the riding stables, Williams Corner, Paskellings Farm, and Balan Cottage, and uh, Maggie's Cottage as well, and into the site at Cross Four Ways of Rob Pritchard. Yeah, Tim, Chapter 2, very much underway in the uh, pre-TT road races. Just waiting to see our, our first sight of those uh, making their way past uh, Williams Corner and the uh, stables obviously further up as well. I'm going to try and keep an eye out for that uh, optical illusion that seemed to be uh, bugging my eyesight during the uh, session yesterday. And uh, hopefully I've been able to uh, get rid of any trace of that. And we could just hear the first ones making their way down towards us. Waiting for a first sight, and indeed, we do just have one of those riders coming into view here. One making their way very far forward, indeed, to start with, and it is number 57, Brian Nichol. A couple of seconds back, number 40, Barry Davidson. So, the first of the two 50s through there as well, and then following behind around three or four seconds, number 99, that is Arthur Browning making his way through, then 86 47, and number four, so Mike Hose. The last in that trio to make their way round, 39-82. So those are Edward Poole and Rod Graham. They're safely through, and here comes number one, Mike Oversby as well, all on his own for the uh, time being, followed by number 96, another of the 250s. That's uh, Terence Sansom making his way through on the uh, 250 Honda. 121 and 45 coming up next, so that's John Cliff and Adrian Scaife. Adrian Scaife on the uh, Mackie, of course. And a fair bit of a gap looking further down. So that's the first group that's really made its way through there. A nice little mix there of both the uh, 350s and 250s making their way through in this uh, first session. I can feel the sun beating down already. Then four together making their way round Maggie's Cottage here, led by number 27, Alan Smallbones on the Ducati. Then 72, 62 and 92 coming through. Bit of a bunching up after that. Number 71, Richard Bull now making his way through. And number 97 as well, Jeff Smith, one of the newcomers as he's through safe and sound as well and time to go back to you Tim I believe yep number 57 Brian Nicholl is through 40 Barry Johnson there's number 4 Mike Hose of course no times because uh, this is the first time across the start finish line 87 David Tetley 86 Bill Swallow 99 Arthur Brown there's uh, number 1 Alan O'Connor just ahead of him was 82 Rod Graham and then the ninth bike through number 39 Ed Poole Edward Poole 
another bike comes over the crest of School Hill Rise. Number 96, and that's Terence Sampson through. Two more bikes coming down into our 21 and 45. So 45 is Adrian Scape and 121 is John Cliff. So the first bike on the road uh, was number 57, uh, Brian Nicholl. And then it's uh, number 40, Barry Davidson. So uh, quite a gap uh, between uh, that group and uh, more bikes coming into view here. First one now just comes over the crest. And it is number 72, followed by 27. And then it's 62, 97, one of the newcomers. We've got 92, 71, just overtaken. Latest 72, Alan Smallbones, Jack Hunter, Jeff Smith, Mick Morton, Richard Bull, Ben Ray, Andy Hunt and Jeff Bates all through on their opening lap. And of course this is now the first of their timed laps as uh, they head of course uh, towards Cross Four Ways once again. And we'll head there and not miss them hopefully now uh, with uh, Rob Pritchard. Yeah, as you mentioned there, Tim, just a bit of a gap opening up towards the uh, front two here, getting uh, plenty of oil through those systems. And we've got uh, Mike Hose, who's actually started to uh, barrel his way through out with uh, no uh, other riders around him. He's through cross four ways safe and sound. And then coming through, we've got uh, Barry Davidson. He's number 40. He's got himself number 57, Brian Nicholl, who, of course, came through here first time around. Bit of a bunching up, followed by Mike Oversbeat. Then uh, number 86, Bill Swallow, and number 47, which is uh, David Tetley. So those three, that trio, just making their way through now, followed by number 82. That's uh, Rod Graham, just a, uh, a couple of seconds back there. So those behind the uh, leading two or three, bunching up a little bit more here in the sunshine on the uh, second time around. And then coming round all on his own here is uh, number 39, Edward Poole on that. 349 Manx Norton, plenty of uh, tarmac to himself as he makes his way up to uh, Church Bends in the uh, coming moments and then two further razzing round uh, Maggie's Cottage here. We've got uh, number 45 Adrian Skate followed closely by number 121, that's uh, John Cliff on the 350 Manx Norton there. So yeah, the group it seems a bit more bunched up. Back to you Tim. Thank you very much. Nearly called early there, looking up the railway line, mistaking a seagull for a rider, but this is number four, quite uh, bang on time. That's Mike Hose at 84.661 miles per hour. So that's uh, just would be, uh, it's just slightly quicker than he went yesterday evening. There's number one, and a provisional pole, and that's uh, Alan Oversby, but he's at 83.775 miles per hour. 86, 47, 40 and 57 all through. Bill Swallow is third at 80.282. Fourth is 47 and that's uh, David Tetley at 78.421. Rod Graham has gone into fifth, number 82. That's the last bike past us here at 76.961 miles per hour. Sixth, number 40, Barry Davidson. He's at 76.321 as uh, 39 Ed Poole goes through. So Barry Davidson at uh, 76. It's, that's uh, significantly quicker than he put in for pole position last night. 45 and 121 through. That's Adrian Scaife and John Cliff. 
So Barry Davidson, sixth overall, but the leading 250. Seventh, number 57, Brian Nicholl at 74.396 miles per hour. Eighth, number 45, Adrian Scaife at 74.218. Ninth, 121, John Cliff at a 73.501 miles per hour. And tenth is number 39... And that's number 10 through Ben Ray at 79.020. So that's uh, up into fourth for him. So Ed Poole drops down into 11th place, 71.522. And Ian Bainbridge is in 12th. But let's head out to cross four ways and Rob Pritchard. Yeah, I think uh, Mike O's certainly got the memo on the uh, last time around to uh, come through and pick things up a bit. And here he is again, all alone. Number uh, number four here, Mike Fo- Mike Hose on the 350 Bull Taco on his way through. Fair bit of a gap now looking back. And it's uh, looking like we've got another one of those uh, 350s coming through. Indeed, we have number one. It's uh, Alan Oversby making his way through now. So uh, both uh, Mike Hose and Alan Oversby just uh, pulling out a bit more of a considerable gap as they make their way forward. Now coming through is third. This time is number 86. That's uh, Bill Swan ahead of number 47 making his way through now that's David Tetley and Barry Davidson just dropping a, a couple of places in behind there number 40 he makes his way through safe and sound 57 the latest that's Brian Nickel who of course started out on the on the front of things just dropped a, a little bit further back there and just around three or four seconds behind in number 82 that's Rod Graham on the uh, 250 Ducati so uh, a bit more bunching up yet again I think in terms of the uh, pack in behind the uh, front three seems to be a bit of a gap opening up between the likes of uh, Hose and Oversby to the uh, pack behind them but things just uh, bunching up in that first real group that were coming through here and uh, we've got one more coming round uh, that's Maggie's Cottage here in the sunshine and it is number uh, 39 Edward Poole all alone here as he uh, calmly makes his way around time to go back to you Tim yeah, Mike Hose is uh, already through and at uh, 84.661. So uh, not as quick as he was uh, on his, that's his opening lap time. But there's number one, Alan Oversby. He goes into provisional pole at 84.664, which is still just a, a margin slower than they went last night. 86 is through Bill Swallow. and David Tetley is through two, number 47 at 80.852. There's number 40, that's uh, Barry Davidson, 77.045 for Barry Davidson. Now, uh, he went at 74.9 last night, so uh, significantly quicker uh, is uh, Barry Davidson uh, this afternoon. Rod Graham's been through, number 82. He's seventh overall at 76.961. And eighth through is number 57, Brian Nicholl, at 74.673. Conditions absolutely belting here on the Castletown Bypass as the uh, crowd being baked by the sunshine. 39 through, that's uh, Ed Poole. That uh, nudges him up to 10th at the moment, but of course more bikes to come. 45 is through. 45 is uh, Adrian Scape. He's up into 8th and up into 10th now is John Cliff. Uh, so Ed Poole has uh, gone down to uh, 11th uh, position uh, with those figures. Ben Ray uh, having an outing there. Ben, uh, 81.615 miles per hour. So that's in third on the timings. Let's go back to Rob Pritchard at Cross Four Ways. 
Bang on cue, here is Mike Hose, uh, razzing his way through cross four ways here. Absolutely impeccable timing there, Tim, I absolutely must say. A little bit of a further gap, just looking down towards uh, Williams' corner. We can just see the uh, figure of uh, Mike Oversby making his, Alan Oversby, I should say, making his way round past Maggie's Cottage and going down through the pegs just to get himself through uh, cross four ways. So those two, uh, Mike Hose and Alan Oversby, uh, giving themselves plenty, plenty of a gap to the uh, chasing uh, pack behind them. And then further up the field here, next to Maggie's Cottage is number 86. So that is uh, Bill Swallow. He's through, no issues uh, whatsoever. Followed by number 47, that's David Tetley. A couple of seconds back to himself. So the three that are the kind of dropped behind the front two, a little more spread out on this occasion. Here comes the uh, next of the pack to make their way through, and it is Barry Davidson on that 250, the number 40, just uh, leans in nicely, smoothly through, and uh, making his way up towards uh, Church Benz. And it's time to go back to you, Tim. Yep, uh, number 62 was just uh, slowing, but uh, this checkered flag is out, and there is number four across the line. Mike Hose, he goes quickest, 86.510. That is definitely the quickest by about two miles per hour on last night's uh, time. So he's provisionally on pole, but here's Alan Oversby. What's the clock going to say here? No, he is going to be in second, 84.963. So it looks as if Mike Hose, bike number four, is going to be on pole position for the singles race coming up uh, later on here at the 2022 Blackford Financial Services Pre-TT Classic Races. There's Bill Swallow uh, across the line and uh, 81.148 was the miles per hour there. David Tetley has uh, gone past the chequered flag now. Number 47, 80.852 is his best. That was on the previous lap. Bill Swallow's quickest was that last lap we've seen. The fourth lap, 40 is through there. That's Barry Davidson. And he uh, doesn't better the time from lap three of 77.045 miles per hour. 82 crosses the line. As does 57. 82 is Rod Graham. His quickest time was on lap two, 76.961. And number 57, Brian Nichols in ninth place. And his best time was on the previous lap at 74.673 miles per hour. So Mike Hose has thrown the gauntlet down ahead of the singles race by banging in the fastest lap. First one uh, under the uh, three minutes as well at two minutes, 56.858 seconds. 39, let's just have a listen as they slow. Number 10, <laughs> 45, and he was uh, acting like a jockey with the whip out there, trying to get more out of his machine. Uh, needing it to go a little bit quicker there uh, was John Cliff, 121. Uh, Adrian Scaife uh, safely uh, home, but uh, John Cliff actually did do his quickest lap there at 74.691. So the whip was working for him there uh, on uh, that uh, Manx Norton, which is uh, the Whitby Rider uh, being prepared by the Whitby uh, Tire and Exhaust Centre Limited. Check. Uh, we'll put the invoice in the post for that free advertising. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, a good bit of fun there as he crossed the line, trying to get a little bit more out of that bike. But uh, we look up, a sun-baked 
tarmac and of course the uh, time should uh, improve because the track temperature will be going up there'll be a bit more grip out there so uh, I think we're in for a stellar afternoon of uh, action as we uh, build up towards the first racing here at the Blackford pre-TT classic races road is quiet at the moment uh, no bikes in sight and we're Look from our vantage point on the start-finish line. We look directly up the railway to the bridge there at Castletown Corner and uh, can see them through the white railings uh, crossing and making that corner. Uh, but uh, there's a bit of a few brambles in the way uh, which are having to peer over and through. See if we can get the loppers on them maybe tomorrow and have a better view for racing on uh, Monday. Of course, a full day of racing it is here on Monday. But uh, I think that's uh, all the riders uh, back home because the chequered flag has been uh, uh, put back uh, away. So uh, let's just get some uh, reaction uh, to that and uh, first go to Rob Pritchard and uh, Mike Hose. My word, that has thrown everything up in the air. It absolutely has, and uh, I mean, the, the likes of he and uh, Alan Oversby, of course, uh, did well, I think, uh, from a tactical standpoint to uh, navigate some of the traffic in front of them quite early on there, but it, uh, it seemed to me that maybe just on the opposite side of the course to where we're from, the uh, memo came through to Mike Hose that the opportunity was there, and he's certainly uh, taken advantage of it going through there. It just seemed to be that uh, once they'd sort of worked their way through the, uh, through the traffic, there really was uh, no stopping those two coming through, but a big statement, yep, from Mike Hose, first uh, big statement statements of the day i'm sure there'll be uh, many in that regard but uh, yeah the two out in front i think uh, and good ride as well from uh, barry davidson out there as well nice and uh, nice and consistent he made his way up and through plenty of the uh, traffic as well i'm sure further back towards uh, the likes of uh, balabeg and the uh, and the stables as well but uh, yep the early marker set by uh, mike hose down here Thanks very much as the uh, course car uh, just comes past us here and heads uh, down towards the paddock where we'll head now and just get some reaction uh, from Chris Kinley to uh, Mike Hose with uh, a brilliant fourth lap there at 86.510 miles per hour. Uh, And, uh, well, (laughs) that really has uh, just given a real challenge and uh, just given a... Alan Oversby, who uh, was on provisional pole, well, that uh, last lap has just blown everything out of the water, Chris Kinley. Yeah, it certainly has, Tim, a cracking last lap. Do you know, uh, I'm not sure if I said it last night, and you're kind of amazed, even though these are only the classic bikes, the speed that they go past us here, there, where the, the flag marshal has to stand when they finish, is opposite the old road junction to get you onto the bypass. The speed that even these guys and guys are going past here at is quite an incredible one. Yeah, back to a, back to those laps by Mike Hose and Alan Oversby, absolute class. And well done to Ben Ray. I think he said he finished third in the end in the qualifying there. Ben going really, really well. Had a few problems, I think he said. Uh, I think maybe with the bigger bike, but he was out anyway uh, oh dear me we've got number 99 uh, Arthur Browning's had a problem out on circuit Arthur's just been uh, picked up by the by the course collection car if you want to call it that hopefully they will get the bike back and fixed but the next session as we all know the Southern 100 Club on the pipe as they say heading out now we've got the 1100cc AD Hewitt dental practice machines Alan Oversby out again on the number one machine not on the big rock north trident on the 500 Honda, he's out on that on okay, 
so not on the big 930 machine, he's on the 500 Honda. But you know what? A machine of Dominic Herbertson is quick. I think we will see this lap record go this year. It goes back to 2010, 94.880 held by the man who starts at number one, Alan Hoversby. Number 12 comes through Richie Ford on the Bob Jackson racing machine. The big 920 Norton Commander just doing a bit of adjustments in the steering damper there. Hopefully be able to keep that going. Number 20, number 35. 35 is John Lee Pemberton on the 499 Max Norton. Number 20, Gary Hutton again on the 500 Honda. Another regular on the Irish roads. 16, newcomer Jeffrey Bimula. Jeffrey's got the orange bib on. A couple more coming down. Stevie Elliott from Kingsley on the 500 Rutter Honda 4. This rolls past us now. Behind the gate as well. A couple more coming down now. 96. Terence Sampson and there is an addition to your entry on here as well but sure Tim will give you that but write it down anyway 91 is Richard Bairstow a local man 91 Richard Bairstow and he is on a 500 pattern so look out for that one in this one he was out last night and it got reasonably well to be fair and then pattern stood off sound good fully on the pipe I think we've got a problem with somebody way down uh, just at the exit of the the little holding pen I think you could call it that because it's a field it's a holding pen but I've got to take a picture now, and you'll see this picture on the Max Radio Motorsport page a little bit later on, just of the machines waiting in anger, waiting to get themselves out on circuit. As the spectators cross the road from one side to the other, to the grandstand area. He has got the machine sorted, it's number 99 it is. That's uh, Arthur Browning, so Arthur getting, off the, getting out of the course car, and that one is Sealy G50. Always well prepared, Arthur. A good exponent on two wheels. Two wheels here on road and two wheels off road as well. 96, that looks and sounds gorgeous, doesn't it? Terence Sansom, the Paul and Dawn with Travers 500 Honda on the fall. Oh, I said it last night. You can actually feel your body rattling when you're close to all these especially these, the bigger machines and the bigger cylinders will have the gate open and away we go, the next practice session goes, number 106 keep an eye out for that one by the way 106 Simon Lehane on the Rutter Elliott Racing CB450 he's a Pontefract have a look at the, the different colour scheme that he's got on and the, and the big eyes and the big teeth across the front number 12 just has a bit of a problem, he was adjusting something a bit earlier on, I'm not sure if it's steering damper or maybe just a problem or something or there's something just in there and he's just fiddling with the technical officials are there just keep a little eye on what he's doing machine still leaving heading the way around this four and a quarter coal last balloon circuit Richie Ford is happy yeah yeah so that's everybody clear still got another one two three four back another 15 bikes to go out on circuit now as they go past the hedges and heading towards the first right hander Balakagan and down that long, long straight towards Iron Gate, then over the railway bridge and heading towards Balabeg, trying just to miss the, the entrance to Joey's Gate on the right hand side and bouncing up, bouncing on the bumps towards Balabeg. And then away they go towards the far side of the circuit, heading towards the Balasala area, across four ways, and heading towards the site of Rob Pritchard. Rob, the 1100 Classic Race, the AD Hewitt Dental Practice Practice, they're on the way to you now. 
They are indeed, and I must say, even though I've uh, had my uh, ritual morning coffee, I don't think I would have needed it with these bikes uh, coming past that are certainly feeling uh, very much awake once they do make their way down to us. Uh, the uh, sun has just gone into a, a little bit of cover behind the uh, clouds here, as I can hear that uh, harmony in the distance of those first riders making their way towards us. Just got that first sight of them as they make their way round towards Maggie's uh, Cottage here, and the first through the lines is number 36, Jamie Coward, setting things early on. He's got a two-second gap to numbers 43, 1, 142 and 4. So uh, Mike Hose leading a group of around four of those just uh, getting themselves in behind Jamie Coward a couple of seconds behind but uh, the uh, travelling pack at the front opening up just uh, a little bit of a distance to start with there. Then we've got uh, number two, that is Paul Cassidy just ahead of number 54, Peter Boast. Only a bike length between them, then 56 and 54 again. Just a distance between them, followed by number 40, Barry Davidson on the team Gimbert and number 61, Fantastic noise from Leon Murphy's 500 Honda there. And then also uh, rattling around Maggie's cottage here, no problems at all, is uh, number uh, 49, and that is Anthony Ambler on the uh, 500 Honda. A bit uh, spread out here as the next make their way into view. Here comes uh, number three, Dominic Herbertson, certainly one to uh, keep an eye on in any stretch. 94 and 75 making their way through. Ch time to go back to you, Tim. Yep, we're just looking uh, up to School Hill and here over the rise comes our first bike and it's number 36, Jamie Coward. So he's uh, got the clear road ahead of him. There's one. Let's just listen to them. So six have come through. So it's uh, Jamie Coward ahead of uh, number one, Alan Oversby. Then it's number 43, Gary Porter. Number four, Mike Hose. Number 42, Andy Hornby, the newcomer, who's been really impressive on his debut. And 100 is uh, Heaven Owen. Oh, and 44 just uh, gets ahead of number two there. Rob Hodson putting the move on. Number two, Paul Cassidy. Ahead of them, it was Peter Boast. And then 56, Adam McLean through. 40, Barry Davidson is through. And number 61, Leon Murphy. Two more bikes to cross the line. 49, but he was coming under pressure. Severe pressure from number three, Dominic Herbertson. So uh, 49 is Anthony Ambler. But I think by the time they got uh, down to the clubhouse, uh, number three will have nosed ahead. 75, 91, 94 and 63 through. That's Neil Lloyd, Richard Bairstow, Gordon Clark, another newcomer. And 63 is Ian Thompson. That's the sound of uh, 81 across the line there uh, on the uh, Rob North Trident. That's Keith Clark. Keith Clark, who uh, uh, hails from Shefford. Well, let's uh, head back out to cross four ways and get them on this first time lap with Rob Pritchard. Yeah, absolutely, Tim. Yeah, Jamie Coward had certainly uh, given himself plenty of uh, tarmac to make his way into, and uh, he is the first to make his, make his way round Maggie's cottage here. Here he goes, number 36, Jamie Coward, and following a little closer behind now, Alan Oversby. He's got clear of the travelling pack behind. He's just a couple of seconds behind Coward, and then coming through next is uh, number 43. That is uh, Gary Porter, and a bit of a couple of seconds back to number 42. That's Andy Hornby followed by number 100 there, Heaven Owen. So the uh, travelling pack in behind uh, Jamie Coward just getting a little more stretched out. Alan Oversby certainly uh, closing the gap in behind uh, Mr Coward himself. And now we wait for the uh, next pack to make its way through here. They come through Maggie's Cottage, led by uh, number 44. And then 54, Peter Bokes, number 50. 
six and then followed up by number 40 at the back of that travelling uh, quadruple was uh, Barry Davidson on the team Gimbert number two now making his way through that's Paul Cassidy followed closely by Dominic Herbertson number three 61 and then number four as well that's uh, Mike Hose in that last group of four to make their way through back to you Tim Yep, uh, rider and bike sighted on the bridge, and it is uh, Jamie Coward, number 36, 92.290. That's quicker than they went last night, and there's number one, Alan Oversby, 91.699 for Oversby. Last night's uh, top three, we'll just uh, give you that, and then give you the current times with uh, Dominic Herbertson, bike number three at 91.953, Jamie Coward, 91.114, and third, Alan Oversby at 91.057. So Coward and Oversby have gone quicker, but Jamie Coward has nudged it over the 92-mile-an-hour mark. Other riders through are 43, Gary Porter, 44, Rob Hodson. It's just through. He slots into fourth, 42. And that is number three, and he is now provisionally on pole. Dominic Herbertson goes ahead of Jamie Coward, and he has obliterated that time. 94.291 miles per hour for Dominic Herbertson, uh, some uh, three and a half seconds quicker than Jamie Coward. So it's three from second is 36, Jamie Coward. Third is number one, Alan Oversby. Fourth is number 43, Gary Porter. Fifth is number 44. Rob Hodson, sixth, number 42, the newcomer, Andy Hornby. Seventh is number 56, Adam McLean. Eighth is number 40, Barry Davidson. Ninth is number 54, Peter Boast. And tenth is number 100, Heaven Owen. Let's go back to Rob Pritchard at Cross Four Ways. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Just waiting for them to come through. No surprises there, I think, on number three, Dominic Herbertson. He was certainly catching at a, a great deal of pace. But again, once again, with plenty of tarmac in front of him, first through number 36, Jamie Coward, who's managed to pull out a little bit of a gap to uh, number one. Here is Alan Oversby, who now has a bit of clean air to run into himself as he makes his way round into the turn. And both of them start charging off towards uh, Church Bends there. The two have freed themselves from the uh, next duo to make their way through. Well, it's uh, number 43, uh, Gary Porter, followed uh, closely by uh, number 42. Andy Hornby. Hornby just uh, snapping at the heels there of uh, Porter as they both uh, charge through themselves here. And then just coming round uh, Maggie's Cottage again. All in his own at the moment is one, number 100, Heaven Owen. Nice and smooth making his way through and round up to Church Bends himself. The next travelling pack four coming through led by number 44. Then 56 there's Dominic Herbertson amid a group of five. The group of five backed up by number 40 Barry Davidson on that team Gimbert. So Herbertson making his way through some of that traffic there. Got that to contend with. And then all through on his own here is uh, number four, uh, Mike Hose on that uh, Sealy. And it's time to go back to you, Tim. Bang on cue, 36 across the line. Jamie Coward, that's his quickest lap at 92.6, but he's already down into third because Alan Oversby has gone into second place at 92.912 for Oversby. Coward at 92.654 miles per hour, but it's bike number three, Dominic Herbertson on provisional pole. That's 42, the uh, newcomer, Andy Hornby, at 90.010 miles per hour. He looks really smooth and he's really adjusted very quickly to racing here at the Cola Spillane course. There's number 100 across the line, Heaven Owen. There's number three, Dominic Herbertson. 
He's not gone quicker on that lap than uh, the second lap. 94.291 miles per hour still stands as the provisional pole. And remember, the uh, lap record is uh, Alan Oversby back in 2010 at 94.880 miles per hour. So uh, he's just a shade away from a uh, lap record uh, here. Uh, The unofficial, of course, happening in practice. Mike Hose is through, I can tell you. That's 61, Leon Murphy. So it's Herbertson, number three, ahead of second place, number one, Alan Oversby. Third is 36, Jamie Coward. Fourth now is number 56, Adam McLean, who's gone over the 90 miles per hour. Then it's Hodgson and Hornby. Let's go to cross four ways and Rob Pritchard. Yeah, this might be the opening that those in behind Herbertson might be hoping for. He did have a, a lot of traffic to navigate as he came through cross four ways last time, so maybe no real surprise he couldn't make his way through. Here's number 36, Jamie Coward, catching the travelling back in front of him. Around three seconds back here is Alan Oversby, number one. Number 20 now making his way through as well. That's Gary Hutton on the uh, 500 Honda. So uh, Coward and Oversby with a bit of space going into uh, Church Benz and Great Meadow to possibly uh, make up some ground here. Plenty of a gap towards the pack as we go looking back up towards uh, Williams Corner here. And just the uh, lone rider making his way through here is uh, number 42, the newcomer, Andy Hornby. Plenty of uh, clean air to go into himself there. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, both uh, Coward and Oversby through there with a bit of a gap between each other there. So maybe not too much jostling towards the end of the circuit as the uh, next three emerge around Williams Corner here led by uh, number 44 followed by Heaven Owen number 100 and number 56 goes on the inside of Heaven Owen that's uh, wonderful manoeuvre that and then following up just a couple of seconds back number 40 there Barry Davidson on the uh, team Gimbert lovely move by number 56 time to go back to you Tim yeah number 106 uh, just going through But there is 36, and one is closer, it seems, to him. And uh, Alan Oversby still in second, but 93.145 miles per hour. Jamie Coward at 92.654 miles per hour. Can tell you number two has retired, Paul Cassidy. There's number 20 across the line, and 20 is uh, Gary Hutton on the 500 Honda. As here is the newcomer, number 42. He's not gone quicker than his uh, previous lap, but he's still in sixth position at over 90 miles per hour. 90.010 miles per hour, to be absolutely precise. 44 across the line. That's Rob Hodson. Rob Hodson's gone quicker as well. Adam McLean is in fifth. That's number 40 uh, across the line. That is Barry Davidson. Checkered flag still not being displayed, so uh, they've all got all these riders that have gone past have got a chance just to see if they can eke another place or two up that provisional leaderboard. But uh, coming quite uh, slowly across the line this time was number three, Dominic Herbertson. Had a quick look behind him as well. The checkered flag is now out. Uh, but uh, lap two, that was the lap that has set this practice session uh, up. Uh, that was 94.291 miles per hour. Let's head out to cross four ways for the last time in this practice session to Rob Pritchard. Yeah, the uh, remainders of the uh, travelling pack at the back just have made their way through in the uh, last few seconds and uh, charging up through the uh, 
pack here, good three or four. And here is uh, Alan Oversby. He's come out in front of uh, number 16, which is Jeffy Vermeulen just ahead of Jamie Coward. Jamie Coward dropping in behind just there. And number 96 following suit as well as so Terence Sanson, that is. So Alan Oversby just uh, getting to the front of that little pack. And uh, one bike sandwich between him and Jamie Coward here now comes through number 106. That's uh, one of the newcomers, Simon Lehane, with a bit of space to himself there. So uh, oh, it's going to be Oversby with a bit more fresh tarmac in front of him with a couple of other riders behind him. Here's number 42, Andy Hornby, another of the newcomers once again. He's making his way through all on his own here in the next round. Uh, Maggie's Cottage, two more here. And there is uh, number 41, that's Colin Stockdale, just in front, about a bike's length in front of number 20, Gary Hutton there. Both make their way through uh, safe and sound, and then with a bit of space yet again, number 56 here, making uh, some plenty of pace through. Back to you, Tim. Yeah, we don't want to miss uh, the uh, runners and riders as they uh, come towards us. It's difficult to spot the leader now because they're in amongst uh, uh, the lower order riders. But I think this is Oversby. Indeed, it is slowing because the chequered flag is uh, being displayed. He hasn't gone quicker than on the previous lap. And uh, neither is Jamie Coward, who seems to get stuck in traffic a little bit there. 96 has uh, just crossed the line to finish. That's Terence uh, Samson. So it is pole position for number three, Dominic Herbertson at 94.291 miles per hour as uh, 106 is across the line and 42. 42, Andy Hornby, not going quicker on that fifth time lap. It is the third lap that will be his counter at 90.010 miles per hour. So Herbertson, 94.291 is in pole. Two bikes coming together across the line there, uh, including uh, number 56, Adam McLean. And let's uh, head down to Chris Kinley. Yeah, back down in the uh, that little holding pen as we dis discussed a few minutes ago. Rob Hansen just come back in off the bike. And let's get some thoughts uh, from Rob. Just let him finish the chat to his guys first. Rob, welcome back to our island, and uh, what do you make of it, Blown, so far, day two? Oh, it's like we've never been away, to be honest. <laughs> Good fun? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah, we just uh, we just got out in that session, entered the extra class just for more track time. Obviously, it's new bike to the team and to me, so, um, yeah, we just get as many laps as we could. So, just a, a few more gearing changes, and, and we'll be away, I think. A couple of lads are saying the entrance into Cross Four Ways was a bit skitty last night. Do you get the feel of that? trying to think we're across oh yeah 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 <laughs> um not too bad to be honest no no it's not um you know it's pretty good conditions and it's perfect today as well so yeah i think for later on we should be all right just tim if you just tell me here is lap time i'll be able to give you his lap time in a second but you seem to be going okay yeah not too bad we were like i said we went out yesterday for the first uh, first test on this bike so it was a bit long on the gearing we're only just getting six like near the end of the start finish straight so we're still a bit long so there's plenty more speed to come and uh, a bit more in my riding as well so yeah we'll, we'll see how we get on a bit different this time tomorrow won't it tim you got that lap speed for rob hudson 90.376 happy with that yeah that's a touch quicker than yesterday so yeah we know we can go quicker so we'll be thereabouts i think so you're doing what you're going to change just gearing now or just gearing a touch of suspension but nothing major uh, we just need to get into top gear uh, a bit earlier or, or i need to stop on the pies one or two i don't know both <laughs> thanks rob cheers <laughs> Thank thanks nice to speak to you good man cheers so next up we will have the jeff duke junior superbike rate classic uh, practice uh, number five race number five in your program and uh, yeah, that's near enough our first getting close to lap record, Tim Glover, isn't it, eh? But what did you say, like two hundredths of a second or something outside that lap record? 
very close indeed, if you like. We'll just go through as many of the times in that. Uh, uh, first is number three, Dominic Herbertson, at 94.291 miles per hour. Uh, second is uh, Alan Oversby, number one, at 93.145. Third, number 36, Jamie Coward, at 92.654 miles per hour. Fourth, number 44, Rob Hodson, which has been hearing from, at 90.376. Fifth was number 56, Adam McLean, at 90.305. As uh, number 99 just comes across the line, Arthur Browning on uh, the matchless Sealy. Sixth, then, is number 42, the newcomer, Andy Hornby, at 90.010. Seventh, number 40, Barry Davidson, at 89.497. Eighth is number 54, Peter Boast, at 89.469 miles per hour. Ninth, number 43, Gary Porter, at 89.014. Tenth, number four, Mike Hose at 88.566 miles per hour. Then in 11th, we have number 100, Heaven Owen. 12th, number 11, Stephen Elliott. 13th, number 35, John Lee Pemberton. 14th, number 91, Richard Bairstow. 15th, number 61, Leon Murphy. 16th, number 12, Richard Ford. 17th, number 81, Keith Clark. 18th, number 49, Anthony Ambler. 19th, number 16, Jeffrey Vermeulen. 20th, number 63, Ian Thompson. 21st, number 75, Neil Lloyd. And 22nd, number 51 Nikolai Klinker so that is uh, as far as we can go as course car uh, just goes through here on the start finish line the second one just emerging into view let's go back to Chris Kinley yeah I've mentioned a couple of times uh, number 106 Simon Lane want to have a quick chat with Simon if I can hello young man hello, Simon Chris. welcome to our island newcomer here what do you make of the club first of all and the circuit oh, the club have been fantastic really friendly really inviting um yeah, I've enjoyed it. Uh, first, a bit daunting. Um, went out with Chris Palmer and like a lot to take in, uh, sort of overloaded a bit. Did he slow down a bit when he spoke or was he under no, mile no, an hour? No, no, under mile an hour. Didn't, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Couldn't take anything in really. But uh, but yeah, we're good. It was good. But I felt more at ease once I'd been out and done a few laps. So yeah, enjoying it. Um, probably trying a little bit too hard just then and probably slowed things up a little bit. But yeah, I'm sure it'll come. Where are you struggling anywhere? Um, You'll have to tell me the names now, Chris. After, so we go here and then yeah. we t take the right hand and then the yeah, big no, long that's straight. All right, down that bit. Yeah. Probably um, after Balabeg, you know, the bit yeah. where you're looking for the mirror after that, yeah. that, that, yeah. that bit there. Probably yeah, okay. just easing off a bit too much. Probably a good thing in some respects, taking me time to. I'm, I'm breaking probably too early or changing now, I'm probably where I shouldn't be, but it's a learning curve, isn't it? So. And what about. T tell us about the paint scheme because I've, des I've described it quite quite a bit on the radio because a lot of people are asking about it. Yeah. I've actually put a picture on our Manx Radio oh, Motorsport right. page yeah, but yeah. as well. Explain us the t the reasoning behind it. You're going to stand out on it. Yeah, I thought it was just something different. First uh, pre-TT um, and the bike's a, a black bomber so I just thought well, we're going to go with the bomber theme really. It was just something a bit different, you know, so and probably stands out in the crowd a bit. Well, enjoy it here, Simon. Get, Get you well. Hey, listen, it's what it does. You're, yeah. you're going to be socially media aware these that's days, it, haven't you? It, yeah. Enjoy your time here. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Cheers. Thanks, Simon. Cheers so much. Simon Lahane on the 106. Dominic Herbertson, just about to have a quick chat with him. He's just about to go out on the number three bike. Just maybe a thought on him on the little TSR 250 just before he goes out. And Dominic, very quickly, happy with the last practice? Yeah, over the moon, you know. So we've got a long way to go with the bike. 
but still a development. But uh, I'm going to go have a spin on this 250 and learn how to ride a two-stroke. All right, there you go. Thank Cheers. you, Tom. Cheers. He'll be one to watch for in that out on that number three bike. And Joe, the TSR, it looks absolutely beautiful. It does the TSR 250R Honda. Oh, clunky. Didn't he? Just a little clunk in the gear. John Chapman racing on the side of that. And Dominic is away. The machines are already, Tim, making the way to the little holding area. Number 30, Connor Wade, one of our newcomers again with the orange bib. And nice to get the story from Simon Lehane. Number 94, that's uh, Goody Clark on the old FZ600. I think we mentioned about that bike yesterday. It's actually still got it, the rear light in the seat unit. So he's not got a race seat unit. He's just got the normal... <laughs> the normal road go and seat unit with the with the red lights on the back hopefully it's not wired in because uh, he's probably got his uh, his night light you know when it goes a bit dark we have to put a light on he's probably got it on for there so i'll make my way up there tim i'll keep a little eye on when they go on track and we'll go back to you yeah we'll just go through the uh, practice times for this uh, particular class and uh, provisional pole on the 250 Yamagata is uh, chris moore at 92.354 miles per hour then in second place, it's 118 Andy Sailor at 89.541 miles per hour. And third, Tom Snow, number 28 in the 250 Yamaha at 89.356 miles per hour. So uh, just a reminder as well that uh, we... I've got that slight change this evening, and that's due to the red flag we had on the sighting lap uh, last night for the 500cc race. So they're going to run a 500cc practice session before this evening's races. So at 5 o'clock, there will be a technical inspection of the 500cc race bikes. It's race 8 in the programme. Then at 5.55... They will leave the holding area and proceed to the dummy grid. Three minutes past six, the 500cc race uh, commence practice. They will practice through to 6.15. And then the races this evening will proceed as per the schedule. So there'll be a small delay in the timings. But race one, the 250 and 350 singles will start at approximately 6.25. Technical inspection timings, though, have not changed for race one, two or three. And are as per the schedule printed. Now, the recovery van will not be out this evening. So if you unfortunately retire on the course in the practice session and are racing in race two on the 500, you will not be able to race. So... Uh, that really does give the riders a dilemma. They might want to just check a repair or something and go out and uh, risk that breakdown. Uh, do they just think, no, I'll park it and leave? It's uh, a tricky one. We'll see. Uh, I'll have a lot more detail on that uh, later on in the afternoon. But uh, we're all set to go. So we've had the uh, 1,100 Classics. They've had the uh, checkered flag as we come up to just after half past one now. And uh, the practice due to be away at 1.29. It's the post-classic junior superbikes race five. And they have got until 1.41 p.m. So let's get uh, back to Chris Kinley with an update on whether that gate is opening. 
Yeah, Tim, have actually had to go the other side of the recovery tr- trucks to try and get a bit of a bit of silence as I walk past the back of the bikes. Because it is so so loud, and uh, we'll get that sorted for, for later on today. So here we go, right at the front. I do believe there's a. There's, fluid on the circuit round Balabeg uh, sort of area so they're keeping a little eye on that I think at the moment maybe having a, a little check on that they've just done a doing a little radio check so I don't think we're going to be too far away good news so the number 33 bike of Chris Moore the pole set from last night fires the little 250 Yamaha up and he's away 83 Gareth Arnold one of the local guys from Ramsey on his 2003 TZ 250 away 25 just took a lovely pick to that machine keep out for that and I for that that's uh, Peter Moore son of Roy having a little dander around hopefully no problems with that machine today 105 Andy Cowie another Ramsey man 1985 an old GPZ 600 Kawasaki 31 and 95 31 is Colcroft 95 newcomer from Caterham Steve Paul Higgerty and this is a good photo opportunity for number 54 Pete Boast Riding one of John Chapman's machines and number three next to him, uh, Dominic Herbertson. It's a nice little photo opportunity for that team there. As you hear the 250 screen away, Dominic is going to be last on the road. So that's for your information, Rob. You keep a little eye on it. They've been sat here a little while. It's not too warm, though. So it's pretty good on the conditions. So the 250s and the junior superbikes are all making their way round to you. They're at the far side of the circuit now, probably opposite me, round about Balabegish. And we'll head over in good time to cross four ways and Rob Pritchard. Copy that, Chris. Yep, thank you very much indeed. Just waiting for the first uh, sight of those coming, obviously just making their way probably around past the uh, stables at this point, waiting for the first glimpse, really, as the uh, sun comes back out over here at... uh Cross four ways. I can feel that sun uh, beating down. I think this uh, this could be the first move with the purple jacket coming off on what could be <laughs> numerous occasions. I think throughout the day, if uh, things stay like this, and we could just hear the noise of the first couple making their way down. Yes, there they are. It's uh, three making their way barreling through Maggie's cottage here, and first through here is uh, number thirty-three twenty-nine and one eighteen. So uh, Andy Saylor bringing up the rear on that one and out in front yeah Chris Moore on the 250 Yamagata leading that uh, very closely congested trio on the way through next to to make their way forwards are uh, number 57 and number 83 there so that's uh, Brian Nickel and uh, Gareth Arnold another of the uh, newcomers on the 248 Yamaha and then things spreading out a little bit further back here's number uh, 52 making his way through that's uh, Brian Clark on the 600 there followed by 50 105 and then 25 and then making up that last four to come through is number 28 Tom Snow impressive time from him yesterday number 46 through no problem at all that's Anthony Redmond and number 31 as well Colin Croft followed closely again just a couple of bite lengths behind by number 95 that's Steve Paul Higgerty on the uh, 249 Yamaha time to go back to you Tim I think Yes, uh, just as the bike emerges, the first one, and it is number 33, Chris Moore, who's across the line, the man who's provisionally on pole. 118 and 29 are through. 118 is Andy Saylor. 29 is Marcus Simpson. And then there's uh, a bit of a a gap back. Two more bikes uh, emerge. 57. And 83, 57 is Brian Nicholl and 83 is uh, Gareth Arnold. Slightly smaller field uh, for this uh, particular race. Two more into view. 
four interview, 50, 28. And that was 52 and 105 in very close uh, order there. 46 across the line is Anthony Redmond. So 28 was Tom Snow, 52 Brian Clark, 105 Andrew Cowie as three go past us all at the same time. And uh, one of those was number three, Dominic Herbertson. Peter Bose, number 54, was in there, as was number 31, Colin Croft. Stephen Paul has uh, gone through, number 95, Adrian Scave. Connor Wade and uh, another newcomer. Connor's a newcomer as uh, number 30 and number 94. The other newcomer, Gordon Clark. So it's Chris Moore who's uh, leading on the road. Let's go to Cross Four Ways and Rob Pritchard. Yeah, thanks, Tim. He certainly had uh, plenty of space. He'd opened up himself a, a nice little uh, bit of a gap by the looks of it as he just about made his way into the corner from the uh, trio that made their way through. And just uh, emerging into view here is number 33 right on cue. Chris Moore of uh, New Mills on the Yamagata, and he really has opened up a gap to the other two, which are now barreling through Williams' corner, coming up towards uh, Maggie's Cottage here. And it's a wonderful move. Andy Saylor, number 118, through and past number 29, uh, Marcus Simpson there. Lovely little manoeuvre there from Saylor coming in to cross four ways just to get himself round on that quick right-hand turn as they both uh, made their win, and they go soaring up to uh, Church Ben's there, so uh, yeah, Chris Moore at the front and now Andy Saylor popping in behind a few seconds. Next two coming through now, number 57 and 83, still pretty close together at the moment, and those are uh, Brian Nicholl and uh, Gareth Arnold. Not too much between the two of them as it stands, and then a little bit further back with plenty of tarmac to himself once again. It's uh, number 28, uh, Tom Snow, so plenty of uh, fresh air for him to be uh, riding into, followed by number 50 there through safe and sound as well. That's Dave Glover, and it's time to go back to you, Tim, I think. It is. First bike uh, comes over the crest and it is uh, number 33, Chris Moore, 95.089. So that's considerably quicker than the 92.3 from last night. So speeds are definitely up as predicted this afternoon. 29 is through, as is 118. 29, the newcomer Marcus Simpson, 90.234 miles per hour for him. Andy Saylor at 89.490. But what a lap that is by number 33, Chris Moore, 95 Point zero eight nine. Two more bikes into view and uh, having a good old dice here, number 57 and 83. 83 on the times, though, is ahead in fourth. But no, it's gone down to fifth because that was 28 across the line. Tom Snow, he's put in a lap of 92.360. His quickest was 89.3 last night. But Dominic Herbertson now into second place. Number three across the line, 94.785 miles per hour. Peter Boast has gone up just crossing the line. Number 54 into fourth place at 91.091. As 52 crosses the line, that's Brian Clark. And uh, two more uh, emerge here, 45 and 31. But it's Chris Moore, but Dominic Herbertson's pushing. Let's go to Rob Pritchard at Cross Four Ways. Yeah, he absolutely is, Tim. And, uh, yeah, brilliant uh, 
performances so far from the likes of Chris Moore and uh, Tom Snow, but it was actually just a handed back to you. Dominic Herbertson was uh, really not messing about at all. Here is uh, Chris Moore, number 33, just uh, dropping it down a couple of pegs, and he makes his way through safe and sound. Still plenty of space between him and those behind, but yeah, as I said, that uh, as we hand it back to you, Herbertson really was uh, a man on the charge coming through uh, across four ways. So it'll be interesting to see where he ends up come the end of this session. And uh, next through here is uh, number 29, and there is Marcus Simpson. He's managed to get himself back ahead of uh, Andy Saylor, number 118. Saylor made that move inside on Simpson on the uh, previous lap round, but the roles have been reversed once again. So there is uh, Marcus Simpson just getting himself ahead of uh, number 118, Andy Saylor on the uh, 600 Kawasaki, and then a uh, fair distance back, just waiting in the distance in the sunshine as they make their way round uh, Maggie's corner here. Certainly uh, plenty of pace carried through here from uh, number 28, Tom Snow. He's absolutely not hanging around at all. Here's number 83 on the inside of 57. Time to go back to you, Tim, I think. Yeah, they're spread out, so we've got to keep an eye on number three, though, in the standings. 33 across the line. Hasn't gone any quicker. That's uh, Chris Moore. Still that uh, lap two time of 95.089 is the pole, but Dominic Herbertson, 94.785 last time around. He's, uh, well, just half a second slower. Here's 29 across the line. Uh, that is Marcus Simpson and also Andy Saylor, 118 are through. They're in fifth and sixth currently at 90.949 for Simpson and 90.510 miles per hour for Saylor. So Chris Moore couldn't go quicker on that last lap. So uh, we've got to wait now for number three, Dominic Herbertson, to see what the order is going to be. There's 28, Tom Snow. He hasn't gone quicker than last time, but that is, I think, number three right in the slipstream there. And he goes to the top of the leaderboard here, 95.232 miles per hour compared to Chris Moore's 95.089. He was right uh, in the exhaust pipe almost of number 57, Brian Nickel, as they went through. Peter Boast is through number 54. He stays in fourth. And Dave Glover is in ninth position, number 50. Up into seventh is through is number 46, Anthony Redmond. But Herbertson leads the way ahead of Moore. Let's go to cross four ways and uh, Rob Pritchard. I don't know what the timings are, Tim, but every time we uh, make our way back to you as the uh, riders make their way round, Herbertson is just coming into shot at my end, but uh, as it stands right now, once again, here he is, Chris Moore, number uh, 33. Once again, absolutely uh, not hanging about, and he'll be uh, wanting to make yet another impression after that absolutely flying lap from uh, Herbertson on uh, his way round. It did seem as uh, as though he'd been coming up to me in the last uh, couple of laps. He'd started to uh, clear just a bit of the traffic uh, in front of him and behind him as well, a bit like he did in the uh, previous session as well, just to give himself some clean air. And then following through the two in behind, there were 29 here. That's Marcus Simpson. Opened up a little bit more of a distance between himself and Andy Saylor, number 118, who makes his way through there. So the uh, two in behind uh, Chris Moore, who was uh, making his way around. Just a little bit of a gap opening up between those two this time around. It's been quite uh, closely contested the last couple of times around here across four ways. No time for any more, though. It's time to go back to you, Tim, I think. Well, we're using a bit of guesswork here because uh, the uh, train is uh, completely obscuring our uh, view of the bridge. But uh, the guesswork has worked because here is number 33, 
and he's got the option of another lap if he wants and he's gone quicker at 95.180 but still just a whisker behind number three Dominic Herbertson in fact uh, there's about a hundredth of a second between them that's how close they are as uh, the smoke from the uh, train uh, filters now across uh, School Hill and we uh, see coming through the murk is uh, number 29 and here is number 118, 29, Marcus Simpson, the leading newcomer in the timing standings at the moment at 91.030. Andy Saylor, 90.510 is still his quickest time. But Chris Moore uh, will have uh, another chance as 28 goes through. That's Tom Snow remaining in third. There's Herbertson, 96.200. It's the fastest time so far. I think he was saying to Chris Kinley when he was talking in the paddock there, he was going to go out and learn how to ride a 250. Well, he's a quick learner by the look of it. As uh, number 83, Gareth Arnold, crosses the line. And that's 57, Brian Nicholl, across the line. So Herbertson, he is uh, now about four hundredths of a second quicker than 33 Chris Moore. We've got a great race brewing here. Let's go to Cross Four Ways and Rob Pritchard. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Chris Moore did uh, in incredibly well to make up some ground there, but uh, Herbertson just pushing the issue a bit more on the timing boards. Here is uh, Chris Moore again, right on cue here. Plenty of pace as he makes his uh, way through, nice and clean through uh, cross four ways here. He'll be looking to uh, answer yet another question posed to him, see if he can maybe, just maybe, try and uh, sneak that pole position, but uh, Herbertson really has uh, set the bar high, but I absolutely agree with you, Tim, if uh, things are standing as the way they are in the performances we've been seeing so far, we could be in for a very exciting race indeed later today well Chris Moore really has some uh, vast daylight between himself and the uh, next to make their way through here coming through past Maggie's Cottage it is number 29 Marcus Simpson just extending that distance between himself and Andy Saylor number 118 he's making his way through as well both of them have a little bit of clean air to themselves possibly as they roll their way up to uh, Church Bends as well and we could just see the uh, next travel impact making their way over the horizon through Williams Corner and Maggie's Cottage and here is Dominic Herbert and the leader as it stands at the moment barreling his way through time to go back to you Tim 95 across the line 94 there is 33 and he's gone back to the top 96.385 miles per hour over to you Dominic Herbertson is the message there from now in pole position Chris Moore the chequered flag is out so we uh, wait with uh, bated breath now to see what number three Dominic Herbertson is going to do in response because that pole position that looked assured well not assured was it with the margins we were talking about well Chris Moore has now put himself top of the pile two minutes 38.739 seconds as 29 crosses the line that's the newcomer Marcus Simpson and that's number 118 Andy Saylor. So what's number three? That's bike number three we need to look out for. Dominic Herbertson. And here he is. And he goes top. 96.870. So it's to and fro between Herbertson and Moore. But Dominic Herbertson with that lap of two minutes, 37.943 seconds, 96.870 miles per hour. He is in pole position for this race. Second, number 33, Chris Moore. And, well, he's about 200ths of a second down. 
That's number 83 goes through. At Chris Moore's second at 96.385. And then it's number 28, Tom Snow. But let's go to Chris Kinley. Wow. Yeah, that's a pretty good practice session. And Chris Moore is going to be with me in about 10 seconds. Chris, just a second. I know he wants to get back. Second quick issue in Dominic trading times up to the 96. What was Chris's speed again, Tim, quickly? Yeah, Chris's time, 96.385 miles per hour. So he's second on the grid. Second on the grid, 96.385. She's going well. Yeah, I'm happy enough. Uh... It's only my second time here, so I'm uh, just take my helmet off. Yeah, I'm uh, fluking the braking markers a little bit. <laughs> Had a quick chat with Jamie Coward before, and he's going to uh, give me a run round, show me some pointers. Where are you struggling? All the corners. All the corners, getting the thing stopped. Um, yeah, so I'm a little bit too late sometimes into the really slow ones, so I'm actually ended up going around slower, and a bit too early on the faster ones. So. I know where I'm, I, I'm creeping it along, so a bit quicker than last night, so... It is, yeah. 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 You and Dominic trading first and second place anyway, so... Well, he's, uh, he's not a bad person to finish second to. Not bad at all. Anything you can learn, anything you're going to change before later, the, the racing? Uh, gearing's still out. Yeah. Whether Which that's way? the wind. Lo, lo, just a little yeah. bit of a breeze? Yeah. Not, where are you struggling? Not pulling, not pulling top, yeah. so I could easily run all the way down to um, the first corner. Balakagan, uh, yeah. In fifth, I think, so, yeah. yeah. I need to... We should, we, Changed it again for this morning, but oh, sorry, this afternoon, but yeah, still out. And then when you're coming down into cross four ways, you've got a bit of a breeze behind you. Is that affecting you the other way? Not really, because you've got all the um, trees. Yeah, 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 it's a bit more sheltered, isn't it? Yeah, so. Okay. Well, let me get back and dree beef the, the guys. Thanks yeah. for talking to us, Chris. Uh, yeah, yeah, huge thanks to uh, Mick yeah. Althwaite and yeah. John. Um, as always, immaculate prepared bike. Uh, Silver Star Services, awesome. Thanks to Brian Knowles, uh, C3 Technical. Um, commercial audio, huge, huge help this year. Fantastic, yeah. Somebody was asking me, last question, I want to know you want to go, Yamagata, why a Yamagata? Yamaha, or the standard Yamsel or something, why the Gata bit? I'm only guessing it's either my clumsy writing or my clumsy <laughs> keyboard skills that should be reading Yamaha TZ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You figure that one out, but yeah, Yamagata is it's a Yamaha TZ. What you should have done there is alluded on the story, so oh it's a special thing that we've made and so if you should have alluded to that. <laughs> Could have done, yeah, but I really <laughs> wouldn't have known to make make a story up for a Yamagata. <laughs> Good man, Chris, let you get back. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. Cheers, Thanks man. guys, well done, well done you lot. Number thirty three there, Chris, second in uh, practice. I'm just gonna go down because Dominic's just down here. So somebody's just asked me about the Yamagata. So there you go, dear listeners, and uh, and me old mate Dickie Gale listening over there at the um, at the little enclosure that's the reason why it's a Yamagata he can't spell on a keyboard so we'll take a little wander down and just grab him before he disappears he's deep in conversation at the moment with Alan Oversby and uh, I'll just get Dom if we can hello Alan nice to see you Dom Dom just come on no 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 you're always in trouble come this way I don't want to get you just run good over practice. some of that go. good practice you and Chris Moore trading first and second you're on pole for the 250s how was that alright oh, really yeah yeah what was his speed Tim if you got your ears on till I, I can relate it to him it's gone off your screen hasn't it <laughs> it's gone off his screen again that's what it's done oh easy done easy done yeah he's not, he's not ready we haven't got it there but anyway you're on pole good, good handle enough Chris Moore was saying struggling with gearing 
I have no idea. I literally just put the gum shield on, uh, <laughs> hung on for dear bleeding life. For the last time I, I rode a two-stroke properly was down Bray Hill in the classic day 2019. So long ago, Chris. So long ago. But uh, no, that was definitely an eye-opener, pardon the pun, for me anyway. How is the eye? The eye is good. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've got 20-20 vision, but I've got um, I've lost my ability to blink. So I'm not missing a thing, Chris. I'm over the bleeding moon, to be fair. Over the moon. <laughs> On the 250, you've obviously just been out on the on the classic bike, the 250, completely different animals, again, the different braking markers, different braking points. Explain that to the listeners. The thing about the classic bikes is normally from singles to twin. Now, I know they've not got a lot of top end, but they've got grunt, sheer utter grunt. Now, for the nature of Balaun. Explain grunt. Grunt is just sheer bottom end power. So, the Barry White of racing, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you know, nice and bassy at the low end of the scale. So, it punches out the corners a lot easier. Now, the thing about the two strokes are you have to ride the clutch a lot because all the power is at the top end of the power range. So, it's very narrow, if you want to call it a Manx parlor. It's very narrow, narrow. Oh, very narrow, young and very narrow. <laughs> In a Geordie accent. <laughs> anyway but it's no so riding these it, the advantage of riding on the two stroke first time here on it mm. is you're having to flow the corners a lot more mm. and then normally your aggression's going get late get breaking hard as you can but on the 250 you can't you've got to relax take a breath and actually flow the turn as best you can anyway i'm learning young i'm learning around this four and a quarter <laughs> mile circuit the cold last blind circuit explain to us your favorite corner on this on this track on this circuit and why you know, church bends. It's yeah. just so flowing. It's fantastic. Walls either side. You've got people waving programs and you get the odd, you know, you get the odd lad going, he could have gone a bit quicker. And you're like, yeah, yeah I know, I know, I know. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But uh, no, church bends for me. But the bum all. See, I'm working backwards on the track. Mm-hmm. There's no actual iron gate. This track's just class, Chris. It's stadium? Just class. Sta- oh, how can you forget yeah, stadium? Yeah. You know, fantastic corner. And, you know, it's uh, a lot of my good friends um, yeah, yeah, yeah. have loved that turn. Absolutely yeah. love that turn. Dom, nice to chat to you and uh, sort that eye out, will you? Yeah, not a problem. Just don't back answer your mother. That's how I got this. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> Dominic, thanks very much for your time. She's going to kill you. She really is. Tim, we'll go back to you and you look at the rest of the times. <laughs> that's just fantastic stories there. Can't spell, so that's why we've got the Yamagata. And, uh, well, isn't Dominic Herbertson one of the real characters currently uh, in the paddock and uh, always entertaining and a breath of fresh air to listen to. And it is Dominic Herbertson, number three, who's on pole, 96.870 miles per hour. 33, Chris Moore is in second position at 96.385 miles per hour. Hardly anything at all between them. Third is number 28, Tom Snow, 94.318 miles per hour. Fourth is number 118, Andy Saylor, 91.654 miles per hour for him. Fifth, number 54, Peter Boast, 91.091 miles per hour. Sixth, the newcomer, Marcus Simpson, bike number 29, 91.071 miles per hour. Seventh, another newcomer, Gareth Arnold, bike number 83, 88.161 miles per hour. Eighth, number 46, Anthony Redmond, 87.314 miles per hour. Ninth, number 57, Brian Nicholl at 86.543 miles per hour. And tenth, number 50, Dave Glover at 85.862 miles per hour. 11th, number 45, Adrian Scaife. 12th, number 105, Andrew Cowie. 13th, number 30, Connor Wade. 14th, number 31, Colin Croft. 15th, number 94, Gordon Clark. 16th, number 95 and 17th, number 52. But let's get back to Chris Kinley. 
There's a lovely little machine right beside me here, the number one Honda machine, a little MT-100, MT-125 of uh, Heffin Owen. Maybe you can have a chat with Heffer if we can in a minute. He's just speaking to his guys. Just running a little machine up the temperature. You look at the seat pad there. Heffy, got a moment? Just come away from the noise a bit there. Heffin, lovely to see you again. Tell us a bit about the little 100 125. I wish I could, Chris. I only saw it for the first time yesterday. I love stories like that. How did this ride come about? Uh, there's a lad called Jeff Smith. Um, he contacted me a couple of weeks ago and offered me a ride on it, and he said he'd bring it over for me. So we looked at it for the first time yesterday. We didn't manage to get out on it yesterday, unfortunately. We had a couple of teething issues, but such a little alright today. What about the little 125s? Have you ever ridden one before? Uh, I've ridden a 98 RS a few years ago when I was a little bit lighter and slimmer. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been doing a bit of Pilates this morning, so hopefully I'll fix on it. Do what? Pilates? Do you not do Pilates? No idea what that is. I think it'd be a wonderful thing. You need to look into it, yeah. So, Hef, let's talk about the seat hump as well. You're obviously well, a similarish sort of height to me, but a, a bit more. A bit, a bit more manly looking than me. Oh, thank you, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I found all the foam I could manage and yeah. I stuck it on the seat because I couldn't actually get my legs on the bike. How are you going to get your head under the screen? We're not worried about that. You're not worried? No. I'll concentrate on that. <laughs> so the biker, look, looking at the book here, what year is it? It's a 1987. Wow, so that's an early, early one, isn't it? Then? It is, yeah. It's actually one of the later ones in the race, to be honest. I think the, the only one that's newer is uh, Mark Overton, which is an 89. Good to see them out again, though, isn't it? It is, mate. Yeah, it's nice to see them around here. All right, Heffin, thanks for your time. No worries, mate. Cheers, Cheers buddy. Thanks, Heffin. Owen, excellent stuff. And yeah, she sounds well. She does. And one man I'm sure who's going to be, who would probably like to be riding on something like this is uh, Chris Palmer. Maybe grab a word with a meal, mate. Uh, pardon me if we can. Stop talking. I'm going to have a chat with him. I want to, sorry, just to butt in, sir. I want to talk to you, Chris Palmer. Just yeah. to read the Heffin Owen about his 1987 little RS125. Do you know what? the smile if I can just just picture in your mind's idea listener Chris Palmer with the biggest grin on his face he's got one of those that's nice to see this hello Chris hello how are you doing yeah no it is lovely to see them isn't it you know it's uh, and you don't realise how little they are do you until you see them in the flesh again you know but uh, yeah no it's, it's nice to see the two strokes you know yourself that I'm two stroke through and through so I was listening to a 250 revving up last night and it was as sharp as anything I thought yeah they've got the jetting right on that and you know it's nice it's, it is nice it's nice the little bikes like that, I bet you wish you were doing that, don't you? Or do you? No. You're riding liaison down here now. You've had your hands full, haven't you? Yeah, no, you know, I've been running around like a headless chicken all morning helping people. And obviously I take the newcomers around and show them the lines that I used to use and the markers on the road that I used to use. And I, I can let all my little secrets out now and hopefully help the newcomers and keep them safe. Um, but, you know, it's nice to be involved. You know, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, am I? You know, so... No, no, exactly. But, it, you know, it's nice to be involved. Nice to be involved with the club. Nice to help the newcomers. Put a little bit back into the sport. Mm. I'm helping young Joe Yardsley nowadays. And uh, he's... He, he, I honestly believe he's a star of the future, you know. He, he went out last night. Never been to this track before. He's just got rid of his novice jacket end of last year. Just got his national licence literally this week. And uh, he went out and went fourth fastest in, in, you know, against the 750s last night. So, yeah, really, really chuffed with that. And he was away, uh, was it last week? Did really well, won a couple yeah, of the races? Yeah, he went to Aintree, never been there before. I think he had two wins at Aintree. Went to Darley Moor the day after. He won by 28 seconds at Darley, never been there before. So, I, you know, I really do believe we're seeing, you know, like, you know, a good lad for the future. Let's go through a lap round here very quickly. Going into Balakagan, what sort of points were you looking for before you started tipping? Where are your breaker markers? What were you looking for on the road? 
It depends what bike you're on for braking, Marcus. Let's you... say this 125 then. Yeah, well, brake as late as you possibly can, basically. But I used to use the centre line as you go over the rise before there. A, a metre to the left of the centre line gives you an absolute perfect straight line straight through. And then as you brake, you brake on the uphill section and it acts like a brake assist. The bike really buries into it. But then as you go over the crest, it feels like you're letting the brakes off, but you're actually not. Yeah. And then obviously, just everything's late apex and carry as much corner speed as you possibly can and keep your shoulders off the wall. You know, when you get down to uh, the next corner Iron Gate. Iron Gate you know you've got to really watch your shoulder on the wall and you've got to watch the curb coming out and then you, you get to Joy's you've got to use the blind apex past the curb that you think you've got to trust it absolutely you? you know it, it's almost uh, you know you, you've got to throw caution to the wind but trust what you what, trust what you can't see more than what you can see what's it like going into Balabeg on, on the little bike the bigger bike but the little bike bit of a handful on the bumps yeah well you know we used to put softer springs in them and stuff like that uh, you know this is what I try and also tell the newcomers that if you come over here with a bike set for short circuits you're going to suffer on the bumps so I try and give them a bit of guidance that way as well but yeah you know there's a, there's little tricks to that as well because you're going to bottom the front end out and as long as the bike's vertical you can let the bike bottom out and it doesn't skip out from under you but if it does it when it leaned over then you've got to be really cautious and when you, when you approach Balabeg you've got to go for the curb but then follow it round to the left and make it a wide turn make it like a slingshot corner otherwise it's a real stop start and, and it, you lose all your speed and acceleration and momentum then so yeah and then you're on the back of the circuit round through Williams etc like that oh. technical that isn't it? it it is but you know there's nothing better in the world than taking a bike absolutely flat out down through down through the balloon dip it's absolutely like a roller coaster ride I, you know, I, I get I get sort of excited now just even thinking about it and talking about it but you know especially on a faster bike you know you go down through there flat out in top it's mega so then you drop through the hill, you do the little rise in the top of the road after the bomb hole and drop down to where Rob Pritchard is at Crossfell Ways. How difficult is it to get set for Crossfell Ways? Because it's quite narrow just at Maggie's Cottage, isn't it? Yeah, that's not so much the issue. The issue is you've got to brake as late as you possibly can and scrub as much speed off as you can, get down through the gearbox, but then you've got the left kink. So you're actually you're kicking the gears out, braking as hard as you can, but then also leaning over through the corner. And you can't go too far left because the, 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 it's a little bit dirty and there's drains. So you've got to keep like a metre out, but then you've got to lay it apex. If you tip into cross forwards too early, you've got the same situation. You run out to the rectocell bags and you run out into the dirty part of the road. So again, you've got to lay it apex to make the best of it, really. Dominic Herbertson just said his favourite corners at Church Benz. What do you make of that when you were riding it? One, two, five, would it just be fourth, fifth gear? No, it's, third, it's actually third gear, but, yeah. it, but you do run through really fast. The level of tarmac now is higher because they've resurfaced it, so you can run right to the kerb on the inside, on the right-hand side, and you've got to be that close to get across for the left-hander, and then you've got to make sure you don't catch your helmet and your shoulder on the wall on the left-hander. So it's a real technical part of the track. And then the fast one at Great Meadow, flat to the pipe? Absolutely flat on everything. It really is, you know. Uh, and then you get to... You get to stadium and stadiums flat in fifth on a little bike but then back two to fourth on most other bikes so yeah, yeah really and again you've got to watch the walls there you know you've always got to clip the wall on the way in and clip the wall on the way out to, to give yourself as much room as you can but yeah a fantastic track one of my favorites final corner just near your house castletown bridge i mean how many races won and lost there yeah. on the brakes yeah. a little mistake out of stadium what's the ideal line through there well to be honest again it's a late apex but if somebody goes tight they usually run wide and if you go in late you go in wide and go tight generally you can pass them before the line because they scrub off too much speed and run out to the curb so they think they've got the better of you going up the inside but you've, you've got a smile on your face knowing that you're probably going to pass them before you get to the flag which is a good feeling
That's a lap round the line with Chris Palmer. Chris, ask, I'm going to ask you one more question. I'll let you crack on speaking to Joe and the guys are out in a bit. Newcomers ask you all sorts of questions. Yeah. Don't name the newcomer. What's the silliest question that they've asked you? Come on, and be clean. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, I don't consider any question to be silly because if any rider wants to know the answer to that question, there's a reason for that, that question. It's in the red. Exactly. So if you just say to them, listen, mate, this is why you do this and this is why you do that and I think you should do that they usually go away going do you know what I get that and, and if it helps them that's all that matters yeah. and the very important thing you have to do is well, after you finish the start finish line I've seen you yesterday when I was walking up yeah. the start and finish telling the newcomers at the end of a race keep to the left because yeah. that's very important here isn't it it is but there's something else that I tell them as well when they're in the middle of a practice session it doesn't mean everybody's going to do the whole session. If yeah. somebody's got three or four bikes and they're happy with their lap time, I get the newcomers to move across to the right because if anybody's going to pull in, they're probably going to be on the left. But yeah. if you're if you're slipstreaming them for a fast lap time, they might they might cross the finish line and then all of a sudden sit up and break because they're coming in. Yeah. And they, they might have done their session and be happy with their lap, but but you could get caught out in that situation. So that, I tell them that as well, you know. Chris, thanks for your time oh, and uh, good luck with young Joe. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank thanks, you. Palmy. Cheers. Nice to see. You. Nice to speak to uh, Chris Palmer. And I think uh, that's a pretty descriptive uh, lap around the four and a quarter uh, Balloon circuit as we have the next practice session for the Quine and Coburn Printers 250 Classics and 125s. Of course, Quine and Coburn's do the programme, so the, uh, the Southern 100, as they have done, uh, Ricky and the guys down there for many, many years, Ricky, Cleggy and um, Callum do all their great job down there and they do the ones for us at the Andreas Racing too. So, Tim, hopefully in Rob as well, let's give you a bit of a food for four. We'll head up to the holding area, try not to get run over. Back with you in a second. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Chris Kinley there. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, really great to get uh, Chris Palmer's rider's insight to a lap round this Colas Balan course. And, uh, yeah... <laughs> I'm not sure we agreed with uh, a couple of the bits and thought, all right, rub your shoulder against the wall. and But that's what they do, uh, especially at Church Benz and the Castletown Corner Stadium. So Ewan Hamilton was quickest last night. Uh, Ewan Hamilton, 82.080 on that little Suzuki. He's uh, bike uh, number seven. Second quickest was number four. Mike Hose on the Ariel Arrow, 80.891 miles per hour. Third, Loris Hunt, number 65, on another Suzuki, another T20, at 80.156 miles per hour. Then fourth, number 12, Richard Ford. Fifth, number 5, Keith Shannon. Sixth, number 40, Barry Davidson. He's on the Team Gimbert Honda. And uh, machines are now out on the circuit. The dummy grid has been formed and the gate opened and they're on to the Colas Spillane course. Seventh, number, and, uh, number uh, 79, Mark Herbertson. Eighth was number 104, Andy Hunt, a newcomer. Another newcomer was ninth quickest in uh, Russell Robry. And tenth quickest, number 107, Michael Titchmarsh. And then eleventh was number 60, the painter, Billy Cummins. Uh, out on another T20. So Ewan Hamilton, 82, compared to Mike Hose at uh, just shy of 81. Going to be interesting. I think it's going to be quicker once again. So we'll make our uh, way out uh, via Williams Corner and Gelling's Farm there and uh, Balloon Cottage and Maggie's Cottage to the man out at Cross Four Ways, Rob Pritchard. 
Yeah, thanks, Tim. I think I can just uh, hear the first uh, engines making their way towards us down this uh, lovely sweeping stretch of road. Just about waiting to see who's going to come into sight first. The uh, clouds have given uh, me a little bit of cover from the what I think is going to be imminent sunburn at some point today. But uh, yeah, I never thought I'd be thanking cloud cover, but it might just be the case for the next few minutes. It could be a bit of a uh, necessity for me. Just waiting to hear, and there, yeah, we can just hear that sound. It keeps rising and rising, and just coming into view here, just making their way around Williams Corner and through where uh, Maggie's Cottage all alone just at the moment. It is number seven, Ewan Hamilton, making his way through and down through the pegs, following number five, Keith Shannon, number 65 as well. Loris Hunt overtaken just into cross four ways by number four. Mike Hose, and here's the first of the one two fives making their way through. It's the uh, newcomer, number 17, Russell Robery, put in a uh, put in some good times during yesterday's session as well. He's followed by number 79, Herbertson, and then looking to go on the inside there was number 107, Michael Titchmarsh. Didn't quite manage to do so both rounds safely. Two or three seconds back is number 104. That's uh, Andy Hunt on that uh, 250 Ducati Monza making his way through the uh, Ely Man all alone here. Here's number 97. So another one of those one two fives making their way through. Jeff Smith on that uh, one two five Honda as well. The man from Cleethorpes. And uh, then just a couple more seconds back. Here we go with another of the one two fives with number 68, Bob Farrington on the uh, 125 Honda and the chasing pack. Four more just about to wait their way through Maggie's Cottage of 76, 27, 85. And I believe it's time to go back to you, Tim. Thank you. First bike bang on cue comes over School Hill and is bike number seven across the line. We haven't got any uh, times yet, but it was seven ahead of four, 65 and five. So that's uh, Keith Shannon, bike number five. Uh, 65 is Loris Hunt and number four is Mike Hose, but uh, seven through as well. Ewan Hamilton is there's number 17, Russell Robry. Bike number 17, the newcomer on the little 125 Honda. 107 through, that's uh, Michael Titchmarsh and uh, 79, Mark Herbertson. 104, another newcomer, Andy Hunt, has crossed the uh, start-finish line here as they go out onto their first timed lap. And uh, yes, uh, just a little bit of cloud cover is just taking the heat away slightly out there. As another newcomer comes into view, number 97, that's Jeff Smith, safely across the line. Just fantastic noises. 68 is uh, Bob Farrington. Across the line he goes. And two together just coming over the crest. 27 is staying uh, to the left and slowed uh, a little there, it seemed. But 76 got past him. 27 is Alan Smallbones. 76, Royston Phipps. 67 is Jeff Bates. 89, Lawrence Cummins is through. 85, Danny Pullen. 100, Heaven Owen. 71, Richard Bull. And 12, Richard Ford. All safely across, but... Uh, Mike Hose and uh, Ewan Hamilton were the first on the road. Let's go to Cross Four Ways and Rob Pritchard. 
Yep, we await their arrival, Tim, and almost uh, bang on cue. Here is the first uh, emerging from the uh, heat haze across the uh, tarmac, and it is, once again, number seven, Ewan Hamilton, who's given himself uh, plenty of a gap as he makes his way through the turn, followed by number four, Mike Hose here, a couple of seconds back, and number 65 in quick succession as well. That's uh, Loris Hunt on the uh, 250 Suzuki, so the uh, trio a little more spread out. Here is uh, Keith Shannon, number five, a couple more seconds back as he makes his way through again. So you can see the gaps starting to develop in the uh, front pack as they make their way for Once again, is the first of those 125s, and it's uh, Russell Robry, number 17, making his way through on that uh, 125 Honda, sounding excellent as he went down through the pegs there. Following up the next pack through Maggie's Cottage, here's uh, number 107 and 79. So that's uh, Michael Titchmarsh who did try and make his way through the last time he was round here and has done so early on in the lap this time. There goes through 104, Andy Hunt, one of the uh, newcomers as well. So uh, Titchmarsh just making up a bit of ground. It was a bit of an ambitious manoeuvre he tried last time here. Had a little bit of a look on the inside, just couldn't quite make his way through, but has done this time. Time to go back to you, Tim. Yet a rider and machine spotted uh, on the bridge and now coming over School Hill Rise and it is uh, number seven at 83.754. There's number four through, that's Mike Hose. 65 is next, Loris uh, Hunt. And uh, the best time last night was 82.080. Well, Ewan Hamilton, 83.754. As number five, Keith Shannon goes through. Mike Hose is second at 82.126. Another machine interview. And that is number 17, Russell Robry, and he goes into fourth position. Third is number 65, Loris Hunt, 81.287. That's 79, Mark Herbertson, and uh, number 107, Michael Titchmarsh, and that's 104, Andy Hunt. So, fourth, 17, Russell Robry, 77.096. Fifth is number five, Keith Shannon, at 77.059. Sixth is number 79, Mark Herbertson, at 76.539. Uh, seventh is the newcomer Andy Hunt, 104, the number on the bike, 76.213 as 97 goes through. That is Jeff Smith. Sounds of yesteryear. There's number 68 through uh, Bob Farrington and uh, 97 Jeff Smith was uh, before that. So Andy Hunt in 7th, 8th is 107 Michael Titchmarsh. ninth is number 68 Bob Farrington and 10th of those through. We just had the 10 through but it's 3 or 2 together here. 12 gets the move and goes into 4th. Richard Ford up to 4th. Let's go to cross four ways and Rob Pritchard. Great timing as ever, Tim, and uh, yep, just can see him making his way through Maggie's Cottage now. Here is uh, number seven, Ewan Hamilton, but just closing up the gap a little bit. Number four, Mike Hose on the aerial arrow, and then a couple of seconds back there, number uh, 65, Loris Hunt on the uh, 250 Suzuki. That gap just closing up a little bit more now, making their way through cross four ways this time around so uh, who knows we could see uh, Mike O's just uh, closing the gap a little bit on you and Hamilton who's had plenty of a fresh tarmac to uh, make his way into throughout this session so far a little bit further back now making his way through is number five and that is uh, Keith Shannon through no problem at all no traffic to worry about for him as he makes his way forward and then barreling in picking up a bit more pace this time is uh, the first of the one two fives once again it's uh, Russell Robry number uh, 17 with that uh, orange bib still on his back 
certainly not holding him back, carrying uh, plenty of pace through there this time around once again. And uh, it's changed over here again. Number 79, Mark Herbertson has got himself ahead of uh, number 107, Michael Titchmarsh. So those two have been uh, trading spots on the circuit in the last lap or two. And then around four seconds behind them, number 104. And it's time to go back to you, Tim. Yes, uh, just had uh, one of the uh, lower order runners through, uh, 85 Danny Pullen, but uh, leg out indicating that they're pulling in is uh, Ewan Hamilton. And he uh, remains uh, top of the pile, but uh, Mike Hose has closed the gap, as has Loris Hunt on that last lap. It is Ewan Hamilton, 83.754 miles per hour. Bike number seven that leads ahead of machine number four, Mike Hose, 82.508 miles per hour. In third, number 65, Loris Hunt at 82.010. Then there's quite a drop down in the mile per uh, hour uh, uh, speeds as number 17 through. And 17 has, in fact, gone very conveniently into fourth place, which is where we've got to on the leaderboard. Uh, 17 is uh, Russell Robery, and uh, he is 77.403 miles per hour. As Mark Herbertson and uh, Michael Titsmarsh go through. And that is uh, number 104, Andy Hunt. And he is on that Ducati, that uh, much deeper throated sound as it went through. So fifth is number 12, Richard Ford. Sixth, number five, Keith Shannon. Seventh, number 79, Mark Herbertson. Eighth, number 104, Andy Hunt. Ninth, number 107, Michael Titchmarsh. Tenth, number 15, Bob Doughty. Eleventh, number 100, uh, Heaven Owen. 12th, number 68, Bob Farrington. 13th is number 97, Jeff Smith. 97 just going through and he's moved up in fact to 11th position well done to the newcomer Jeff Smith it's Hose from Hunt Hose I think was coming in though let's go to cross four ways yeah you can probably just hear the uh, singing engine there of number 15 Bob Doughty on the 247 Suzuki there as he makes his way back through with uh, plenty of time to himself and uh, just making their way through uh, Maggie's Cottage here here is uh, number uh, 65 and that is uh, Loris Hunt making his way down into that right turn and then he'll be roaring off towards uh, Church Bends with uh, no one around him at the moment plenty of uh, empty tarmac just in front of me at the moment looking down that uh, visual line past Maggie's Cottage up to uh, Williams Corner as well just waiting to see the uh, next ones emerge really does uh, Ewan Hamilton think it's uh, job done but uh, we'll wait to see well, the deal is, as we wait for the uh, next set of machines to uh, make their way through here, things just going quiet for a moment here over on uh, Cross Four Ways and emerging. I think I can just about see. Yes, it is. The uh, distinctive orange bib around the uh, shoulders of number 17, Russell Rovery. Good display from him so far over on that uh, one, two, five as it stands and uh, things spreading out just a tiny bit more. The next through, who is this? Mark Herbertson, number 79. He's got quite himself a gap next to the one behind him number uh, one number 107 Michael Titchmarsh bit of a gap opening up between those two as well and then uh, 104 the next through here after a few seconds time to go back to you Tim and across the line is number 65 Loris Hunt but he hasn't gone quicker than he did on lap three 
That's uh, the chequered flag is still not out uh, here at the start-finish line on the Castletown Bypass, so uh, more lappage is available to these uh, riders. But Mike Hose uh, was clearly indicating at the end of lap three that he was uh, pulling in, and uh, that time at the top of the leaderboard at the moment for him of 82.508 miles per hour. Loris Hunt, number 65, is at 82.010 and uh, Ewan Hamilton number seven was a, a retirement as well as uh, number four Mike Hose they've gone into the uh, pits uh, so fourth is number 12 Richard Ford as the checkered flag is now out and that is 79 Mark Herbertson he's up into fifth position that's 107 Michael Titchmarsh through. Just beautiful sounds. He's uh, provisionally in ninth at the moment uh, on this afternoon's timings, which, of course, will be combined with uh, yesterday evenings, but uh, certainly the feel and the temperature is uh, certainly that this afternoon's times are considerably quicker than they were last night. It got uh, colder and colder last night. It was pretty chilly by the end of that practice session. Uh, even in the commentary box here, rather never mind being where Rob and Chris are out uh, in what was cold air uh, last night. 104, Andy Hunt. Uh, he also uh, has finished, as has number 12, Richard Ford, who's moved up into fourth position with a lap there of 79.922 miles per hour. Jeff Smith currently showing as in 11th place, number 97, the newcomer. That's uh, 68, Bob Farrington, just completing his uh, fourth lap. His quickest time, as he's in 13th position, was in lap two at 72.661 miles per hour. So it is number four, Mike Hose, who's quickest at 82.508 miles per hour. Second, number 65, Loris Hunt at 82.010 miles per hour. Third, number seven, Ewan Hamilton at 81.933 miles per hour. Another bike uh, coming into view and uh, acknowledging the checkered flag and just indicating that uh, he's slowing down. Uh, very gentlemanly indeed from number 89, Lawrence Cummins. Uh, he uh, has done even though he uh, was just touring across the line at the end, but was quickest, 71.579. So must have all come together. Uh, as he went uh, around that lap. 27, Alan Smallbones just finishing now, as is number 76, Royston Phipps. So Richard Ford is in fourth position. Fifth is 79, Mark Herbertson. Loris Hunt has got another lap in. <clears throat> Doesn't change, though, the top of the leaderboard. He remains in second. So it's four, Mike Hose on pole. Second, is number 65, Loris Hunt. Third, number seven, Ewan Hamilton. Fourth, number 12, Richard Ford. Fifth, number 79, Mark Herbertson. Sixth, number 17, and that's uh, Russell Rovery. 17 is the bike number there. Seventh is number five, Keith Shannon. Big disappointment earlier with that. Uh, well, not going to be racing out in the singles race and not able to now claim a fifth. Uh, victory on the spin in the 250 class, unfortunately, due to a breakdown uh, in practice yesterday. Eighth, number 104, Andy Hunt. Ninth, number 107, Michael Titchmarsh. Tenth, number 15, Bob Doughty. 
going well indeed. 11th, number 97, Jess Smith. 12th is number 100, uh, Heaven Owen. 13th is number 68, Bob Farrington. 14th, number 67, Jeffrey Bates. 15th, number 89, Lawrence Cummins. 16th is number 76, Royston Phipps. 17th is number 27, Alan Smallbones. 18th is number 71, Richard Bull. 19th is number 85, Danny Pullen. And 20th is number 101, Roger Jones. And that is the order. Mike Hose takes the pole. 3 minutes, 5.437 seconds, compared to Loris Hunt's lap time. Best of 3 minutes, 6.562 seconds. So just over a second between Hose and Hunt at the sharp end of the leaderboard. And uh, Ewan Hamilton, well, he's only a smidge uh, behind Hunt there at 3 minutes, 6.739 seconds. So everybody just taking advantage of a, a, a little bit of a breather and soaking up the atmosphere and a good crowd we had last night and there's a good crowd again lined along the bypass and I'm sure there'll be uh, even more here this evening uh, and uh, just bring a, an extra layer I would suggest this evening and uh, come and enjoy the first three races uh, back on the Isle of Man for three years on the road. So number 67 just following the course uh, car, inspection car there. 67, of course, is Jeff Bates and that very uh, distinctive greeny-blue coloured uh, bike fairing that uh, he always has. Flag's just beginning to stir a little bit more as I think that northwesterly wind just starts to pick up as per the forecast and uh, the EasyJet uh, departure just going overhead from Ronaldsway. You can hear that whine of the uh, jet going over. So let's uh, just head uh, down to Chris Kinley if we can and uh, just see what the latest is uh, down there. Uh, wherever you are, Mr Kinley. 